0: This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. Guest, definitely a shining star. We love talking with him um, for many reasons, but also because his YCG Enhanced Fund, it's up nearly 12% on average annually over the past five years. It beats pretty much all of its peers. It's in the 97th percentile. Uh, the manager of the fund is Brian Yachman. He is back with us, chief investment officer and portfolio manager of the fund we just talked about. He's based in Austin, back in our Bloomberg Interactive Brokers Studio on this Tuesday. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. I always say, is it Yachman?
1: Yachman. Uh-huh. I know. Every once
0: in yeah. a while, i Comes out wrong, so I'm sorry.
1: T's silent.
0: I know, and I've been talking about it for a long time. For years, <laughs> with your dad. Um, tell me about uh, the world right now and how you see it in terms of investing. Are there new opportunities that you guys are bringing into the fund? Any kind of changes that you're making?
1: Not, not a whole lot as of late i think the most recent uh, major changes we did were um we talked about uh, back in july i think it was when we were adding to the banks with all the yeah. interest rate fears yeah and you see that going on just now today again right the concerns over trade wars and whatnot and our, is this global economy heading to even more negative interest rates, and how will that affect the banking industry? But the deposits continue to grow at those major institutions, and and that's the raw material in the long run that will lead to their profitability. So that's the the well. As I think, uh, there's one other uh, move we've done, which is we've started adding to Intuit. We were it's a ah. business we've long long admired, and huh. uh, we started to add to that. So what did you see that made you want to add? Well, just it's one that. Uh, I've stayed generally away from just because of valuation. You're looking for the best businesses possible at the best prices possible. Because you're a value guy. Yeah, exactly. At the core, you know, you're looking, I want enduring value, right? And uh, But uh, the other thing to keep in mind, though, is just because something's high on a P.E. basis doesn't mean that it's a bad value um, because some businesses, if they don't require a lot of capital, then that P.E. ratio can naturally be higher and you actually could end up with the same rate as maybe something that's Mm. at 10 times earnings. It's, it's not all about just growth rate differentials, it's also what are the capital need requirements. That's that, a great that, point, because
0: I was just gonna come at you that the forward-looking P.E. is about 33, current is 41, but you, as you said. I you
1: like, I was about to come at you. Yeah. Well, well, no, yeah.
0: but, but I do think like, it reminds <laughs> you that there's a lot of different ways um, to look at a company, right, in terms of the various metrics.
1: Well, and keep in mind that we one of the key things we're always looking for is pricing power. And in the case of Intuit, you know, it's funny, when we were researching the company, we, were, we thought about ourselves and our uh, using QuickBooks yeah. in small and mid-sized businesses. And it dawned on me, I don't even know what I pay for QuickBooks. And I thought, you know, if they doubled the price, it really wouldn't matter to me. Right, right. Because <laughs> you'd still do it. <laughs> yeah, you just, use you, it. Yeah, and you, they're hesitant to switch, and, and it's, uh, it, it gets the job done, and it's such a cheap cost relative to the rest of your business. Right, That's when you talk about some serious pricing power, plus all the market share gains that they have, a long runway for growth. Well, and you talk a lot about global champions, I, I think, and yeah. sort of using that as a, as a big screen. Uh, talk to us about MasterCard. I mean, that, that's a really interesting I name, I think, across the financial services and the processing spectrum. Why do you like that one? Well, I mean, you're, when you're talking about MasterCard or Visa, which we also own, but you're, it's just virtually it's the most unparalleled network for processing payments in the globe. And it's, it's that network effect of buyers and sellers that... Many people have tried to beat them and they can't and and so they've said if we can't beat them We just join them and go through the rails and when I bring up this, you know This concept of PE ratio, I think a lot of managers only look at uh, or investors in general look at just PE ratios in isolation Mm -hmm. MasterCard and Visa they can grow tremendously long runway their their competitors Mm -hmm. really cash and they can grow naturally without needing all this excess, uh, uh, reinvestment. Mm-hmm. And so you can literally trade at a higher P ratio and get a greater rate of return, add in the predictable growth component. And it's, it's actually a great value, even though it appears expensive. And you don't worry in the case of MasterCard and visa about sort of the upstarts coming up, the sort of FinTech world, the PayPal's and whatnot. So I mean, PayPal, I, one might argue has essentially been sort of co-opted in, exactly. into the, the larger system, right? Yeah, I mean, that's one of the ones I'm thinking of when I say, if you can't beat them, join them, right? Yeah. Because PayPal realized we we can't we can't overcome this. But if we let MasterCard and Visa, if we go through their rails as well, then, uh, then their business started to boom, and it became a real tailwind for them. So
0: at some point, though, then, do these two companies, because of, you know, I feel like the barrier to entry is kind of maybe difficult for other upstarts even that they just kind of join them. I mean, do they become too big for their own good? Like, is there, is there ever an antitrust or, you know, or more, not antitrust, but monopoly concerns or monopolistic concerns?
1: A lot of things when there's, when there's reasons for it, it coalesces around two or three major players. So you'll notice that with a lot of the companies we own, um, MSCI, Copart, these other businesses, um, or Moody's where it, where, it's a crowded information place. So if you want to know where can I go to, what is the network I need to use to process payments for my customers? You just, it's it's the go-to place, right? You're not gonna be upstart. It's just very difficult to have mm-hmm. an upstart come in when they know what, none of the consumers have the card, right?
0: But it's not monopolistic.
1: I wouldn't say monopolistic, simply because when you look at the price relative to the overall cost, there's still, we're talking basis points of a transaction. Yeah. So, you know, 15 basis points. They're not the big chunk of the, of the piece of the pie. Advantage. So if there's a deflationary pressure to bring down pricing, they're the least of their, the concern because there's such a small percentage of it. All right, 30 seconds or so left. Talk to us <clears throat> about Moody's. That's a name very well known <laughs> here on Wall Street. <laughs> of course. So like I was saying, things coalesce around a couple of providers. Think of Moody's as the global language for rating bonds. Yeah. If you want to go price your debt in the capital markets, and, and just assume, if as long as there's business being conducted in the world, people are going to want to rate debt. And going back to MasterCard, just like people are going to run across the rails. Global GDP grows, they'll be a toll taker. Mm -hmm. Moody's will be a toll taker on just corporate debt issuance because you need to rate by S&P and Moody's if you want it to trade in the capital markets. Heineken tried to do it uh, without them, and they found that pricing cost them. Had they paid five basis points for Moody's, they would have saved 30 to 50 basis points on their debt rating. So it's a obvious transaction and they've got pricing power and a long runway for growth
0: i love hearing your investment philosophy i do too it's great it's great good brian Yorkman,
1: chief investment officer portfolio manager down at the ycg enhanced fund based in austin texas here with us in new york city always good to catch up with you thanks Perfect. so much for stopping by